0: Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. We're continuing our study over characters in Proverbs. And today we're talking about the simple. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, it is, uh, man, we're in December like, we yeah. are firmly in December of 2022, which yeah. means we are almost in 2023. Which means I'm
1: listening to Mariah Carey, uh, All I Want for Christmas nonstop. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
1: Yeah. That too. Yeah. Um, you
0: know, watching, watching Christmas. We got our Christmas tree up recently. Nice. It's, you know, we're getting in the spirit of things. But yeah. we, we, we went Christmas shopping from our couch. Ah, uh, nice. Amazon. Amazon, man. It's just,
1: it's See, incredible what happens these days, huh? Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure when you said shopping from your couch, if you do like the, like shopping at Walmart oh, and no. then go pick it up, you no, know, I, or,
0: No, we, I think we've done that like once or twice and it's like.
1: Eh. Yeah, we've just done that when both me and Emily are sick. <laughs> yes. That's the only
0: time because <laughs> yeah. they, they, sometimes they get all the right stuff and then yeah. most of the time they have to replace something or it's quote unquote not available. Yeah. Or well, whatever.
1: like for us, we really like, we go to Walmart when we actually need something. Yeah. But like, if I need it, I need it. Hmm. Now, I guess, yeah. yeah.
0: So not to get too far off track from this conversation, yeah. but today we're talking about the simple. Okay. And, you know, I, kind of a segue there, there you is know, we're talking about, you know, shopping from our couch, man, how how simple
1: mm-hmm.
0: is this life right now? You know, you used to have to go into department stores. You have to go, you know, go into certain places. You had to maybe even go to a different town yeah. just to find the one item that you're looking for. Yeah to, to make sure you get it.
1: Not in my lifetime, but I know that time existed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so, so we have this, this idea of, of, of simplicity that we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about. And, you know, the, the idea of being simple or, or something being simple as someone or something that's, it's not complicated. It's rather easy to understand. Right. So, so we think of simple things in math, right? Yeah. Addition, subtraction. Yeah multiplication, division, right? Like the four kind of main ones, those are simple things to understand. Yeah. You start getting into calculus, you start getting into, uh, you know, trigonometry, you start yeah. getting into applied, uh, you know, physics and things yeah. that, those are not easy to, those are complicated. Those yeah. are not simple. Um, and so it, it stands to reason if we're talking about people, right, a, a simple person is not complex. Yeah. Right there's there's not too many facets to this person, you know, a pretty one-dimensional individual, um, but but a very you know, and, and and typically not necessarily even very smart, right? Yeah. A,
1: a, a a simple-minded individual. Yeah, well, and that's the funny thing about that 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 word "simple" yeah. is you know we we use it with phrases like being simple-minded or mm-hmm. um, or things that that for lack of a better word could be derogatory yeah. towards. Um, towards the the way that someone is or thinks um, as far as referring to a thought process or an individual as, as simple. Um, yeah. But at the same time um, – that, the, that word in of itself is not bad. Yeah, some that, of the best things in life are simple. Yeah, yeah, like like you know when people retire, they just want a simple lifestyle. You yes. know, I, like I I just want a a ranch out in the middle yeah. of nowhere in Texas, and and things to be simple. I don't want things to be complex. Yeah.
0: Um, and we keep saying that word. You know how when you say a word so so often, it
1: doesn't sound like a word. It anymore. doesn't. Yeah.
0: Now it doesn't even look like a word. Yeah. Like it's just. <laughs> but anyway, no. So you're right. There there's certainly different connotations to the word yeah and so i, I think what we're, we're at least what i understand what we're going to do today yeah. we're going to talk about kind of the biblical understanding of what what is the what do the scriptures kind of say about what it is to be simple yeah and then we're going to transition it into um you know how can we today utilize the word and the, the idea of simpleness in a positive light mm-hmm. because the scriptures don't necessarily paint simplicity mm-hmm. or simpleness in a positive manner yeah uh so for instance Proverbs 1, 4, right? One of the first verses in Proverbs, part of the reason that this book was written, it says, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth, right? So this book, the book of Proverbs, was written in part to give prudence to the simple, right? Which... Which I think is, is, it's giving wisdom, it's giving understanding, it's giving knowledge, as it says right after it, discretion. It's, it's giving this idea of what should we do in this life to those who are simple. Uh, and so the idea there being that being simple is not necessarily bad. It's not being wise in your own eyes, right? It's, it's not having this, I know it's not the, it's not arrogance, right? It's not wickedness. It's not these, these traits that, uh, are, are negative because you're prideful. Right, it's it's a moldability, mm-hmm. right? Someone who's simple can be molded, and that's why right after it says knowledge and discretion to the youth. Yeah, Uh you know when when I taught tennis and I teach some a little bit now, but when I teach tennis, I mean these these kids are very moldable. You yeah. can train so they're, them. Up they're
1: simple. They're simple. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the same and the same thing with with you know teaching Bible to middle schoolers, right? Yeah. Or teaching Bible to younger kids. Yeah, you can teach them and you can shape them and you can help them. They're 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 moldable, and I think that's really. Uh, what, what the Proverbs, the writers of Proverbs trying to get to, Proverbs 14, uh, I think it's 15 says the simple believes everything. Yeah. But the prudent gives thought to his steps. And so there comes a point where we have to, we have to stop being simple and believing everything and we have to start being prudent. Yeah. And again, that's what the Proverbs are for, to give prudence to the simple. And so as we go through what we're talking about today, uh, the, the idea of being simple you know, we we should be moldable, but there should come a point where we're like, okay, well, I've got to think about why this is what it is and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, and I, I think a
1: good distinction between um, uh, really a lot of different forms of the way that we use the word simple is really to to kind of distinguish it between um, just being simple as in uh, relaxed, being simple as in. Um, not complex, not complicated, yeah. not wise in your own eyes, not holier than thou, that, that sort of simple, which is all a good sort of simple, um, yeah. versus the, the way that Solomon's using here in Proverbs 1 4, yeah. uh, which is almost sort of more naive. Yes. Um, and depending on what translation you read, uh, Chris and I both use, uh, the ESV, that's what, um, we like to use it as we're studying um, the ESV translate it translates it to give prudence to the simple mm-hmm. um, but new American standard and, and some others will actually say to give prudence to the naive, uh, naive.
0: Interesting. And, um, okay.
1: and I think that kind of helps to distinguish yeah. um, really the types of simplicity. Talk, yeah. Types of simplicity and, and, and yeah. how we're discussing it today. Yeah.
0: No, that's awesome. Um, I've got one more verse Uh, to, to kind of share as, as we're talking old Testament and then we're going to move, I think, Mm -hmm. into the new. Uh, But Psalm 19.7. And I think this is the, this is what I think we ought to be getting at as we're talking about what it is to be simple and how to, how to not be simple anymore, right? Uh, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And so how then, how then do we learn to not be simple, because again, a simple person is moldable. You're mm-hmm. able to; ad- they're able to adapt. They're able to change. How do they transition from being simple to being wise? Well, it's through the law of the Lord. Yeah, it's through studying God's word. It's through His His wisdom, mm-hmm. not our wisdom, but His. So, I, I think that is is <clears throat> really important for us to understand that the simple. You know, they're, they're, they're certainly simple people within the Lord's church because they don't have a full understanding. They're still learning. Uh, but but it also comprises of people who don't know God. Yeah. Right. In fact, I would say a lot of people who don't know God fall in that category of being simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, using that as a uh – almost phrased as as naive. And I know one of the places that you'll want to you want to turn to next here is uh Romans chapter 1. Yes. And um I think that's a lot of what Paul has to talk about when he's talking about um uh uh people who who do not know God. Uh they they don't have an excuse. You can look at creation around you mm-hmm. and see that there is a creator. Creation demands a creator. Yep. Um and and when you turn a blind eye to that, and I know we we reference Romans one so frequently. Um yeah. I, I feel like it's almost every other week or something that we're we're going back to that. But it's a Such matter of powerful verse. It's it, it's so powerful, especially when you're talking about um uh, recognizing that there is a creator. There yeah. there is um a a god who yeah. has created all of this and we are without an excuse to say that there is no god and for for those who do say there is no god that's where um, Solomon is talking here in the proverbs that that's naive that's yes. um, that's simple yeah. you know that, that that's being simple minded that's that's not using the full extent of the intelligence that God has, has given us as human yeah. beings. That's, that's not really exploring into the, the creation that he has has made that yeah. we live in.
0: Well, and so, so Romans 1, 19, 20, I'll just read these two verses. Yeah. Cause that, cause that's, that's what you referenced. And I think that, I think it kind of is going to, it's going to help us to understand <clears throat> what we're talking about a little better for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. What I find interesting about that is what makes people not simple, but what makes people wise is the word of God, mm-hmm. is is God's creation, God's law, God on earth, right, through Jesus Christ. It's, it's all of these things yeah. that makes people wise. Well, what does God say? about those things. They are plain. They have been clearly perceived, right? So, so the people who are simple then need to pay attention to the simple things of
1: life to exactly. understand. Well, and that's what the difference is, is of yeah. being simple-minded yeah. versus understanding something that is simple to understand. Yes, um, th- there's a, a big difference, and so that's why this word is so important. Is uh, it has so many different connotations? Are you are you yourself being simple-minded in the way that you think, or are you r- looking into the things that are? More simple to understand. Uh, Not simple as as though these things are are naive and and they're not complicated because... Yeah, or
0: that they're not complicated. I mean, Job,
1: right? God's answer to Job. Exactly. Right? Like the creation, were you there? Yeah. Right? When like... (laughs) Like, no, I wasn't yeah, there. Yeah. I can't answer well, when, you. Like, I'm when, sorry. When Job is asking, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And a question that people ask so often today, why do bad things happen to, to good people? Why does evil exist? Yeah. That's not a necessarily simple thing to understand. No, But at the very base of it, understanding who God is, what he has created, and who Jesus is, and his yeah. love for us, those can be simple things to yes. understand.
0: Well, the gospel has to be simple, right? Yeah. And that's that's really about the gospel, the, the good news— it has to be simple because yeah. it's for who? It's for all mankind. Yeah. If all mankind is able and capable of understanding it, then it must be simple at its core. Yeah. Does that mean that there are certain things that you can dig deep? Of course you can dig deeper into the scriptures. It's yeah. it's a living word, right? Not that it changes. Yeah. Right? But it is it it
1: affects you. Yeah. And it changes who you are as a person as you read through it. Well, and that goes kind of to a question that i've heard presented before if you were to um to visit a remote island that Mm -hmm. has completely been untouched from the modern world uh, no technology has never heard any sort of um outside engine, anything. Yeah. 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 Or has never heard any sort of outside messages has mm. never had the gospel brought to them. Mm. And you leave a Bible with them in their own language. Somehow we figured out what language they speak and, yeah. and, and translated a Bible into their language. And you leave a Bible with them. Will they be able to understand who God is, who Jesus is, and the gift that God has offered mankind through Jesus Christ? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now, obviously there's things in scripture that would They're be difficult, difficult to understand yes. especially like when you it, go
0: through hebrews
1: right yeah like hebrews would be tough but well, i think well, you could get when the it starts message talking like historical stuff yeah like which is real historical accounts that we yes. see throughout the old testament throughout yeah. the book of acts we understand these are real historical accounts that yeah. we can look back with hindsight and see yeah. hey that really happened obviously that's all part the, of a different discussion. But it's a different but, thing. But the very base of God loves us, God has given us this gift. It's his son, Jesus Christ. Here's how you access this gift. Exactly. That sort of thing is simple and would be able to be understood yeah. even without somebody teaching that. If Correct. you just open this word and Correct. started reading this. Yeah. And and I think
0: Man, I really think that the, the the scriptures, the overall the central message of the gospel, right? Which which is love. Right. This is a love letter from God. The central message of the Bible, the central message of Christianity is love. Why did Jesus die for us? Because God so loved the world, right? Love is such an integral part of all of this. And and if we can't understand the simplest part of the message of the gospel, then we're choosing ourselves to be simple.
1: Mm -hmm. Simple Simple-minded. Yes, simple-minded, right? We're choosing
0: ourselves to be that. Yeah. Because the message of Christ, God is not the author of confusion, right? But the author of peace. Yeah. And, and so we have this God who has given us all things, who is, you know, I, I talked this last Sunday about prayer. You know, Romans chapter 8, uh, verse, oh man, 26, right? The spirit interceding on our behalf. Mm-hmm. I and mean, sometimes we don't know what to say to God. Sometimes yeah. we don't know how to pray. We don't know what we ought to say but the spirit intercedes on our behalf. Yeah. Just because we may not fully understand something or because we may not fully know how to say something or we may not fully grasp a concept doesn't mean we don't understand the basis of what we're trying to do. Yeah. If I, you know, if I'm praying, let's say I've, I've got a, a family member that's sick, right? And I don't know what to say to God because I the words can't come to me. I still know I'm praying to God about my family member. I just yeah. don't know what to say in regards to that, right? So we should be able to understand the general basic message, and I think your point about the the island, right, of, of people who have never heard the gospel, never seen modern whatever, will they be able to understand it? Well, if the answer is no, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. There's a problem. Uh, because – because they should be able to understand it. Yeah,
1: because then if the answer is no, I think we have to ask: Are we distorting the message? Yeah. at any point. Yeah, um, and and obviously that's a that's a big problem. Are we creating um, bridges that people can't cross? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Honestly, when we're talking about simple and 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 simplicity, uh, whether it's it's being uh, simple in our attitude or being simple minded. I think that's really what it comes down to yeah. is, is a simple attitude. Absolutely. That's what we're called to have. I mean, that's Matthew 18. And when his, yeah. when Jesus, his apostles are arguing about, Hey, who's the greatest, who's, who's going to be the, the greatest in the kingdom. And, yeah. um, and then Jesus brings in a child and says, unless you become like one of these, yeah, that this is what you should be striving for in attitude, not in the way that we think because correct, children, like the example you gave at the beginning are not able to understand algebra and geometry and things that may be more complicated to, to process and to understand. And so Jesus is referring to the attitude of a child, the, the humility that a child has, the The forgiveness, the forgiveness that a child has the reliance on somebody else that children have. That's the simple attitude that comes along with a child. And that's what we should be striving for as Christians. But It's in the way that we think, the way that we process, the way that we understand things that should not be simple. And if we are, then it's that word we used before. That's more of like naive. Yeah. Um, so actually I wanted to take folks to, um, to second Timothy okay. chapter four. Um, these are instructions that, um, Paul is giving to his child in the faith, Timothy, yep. um, instructions inspired by the Holy spirit. But he says, uh, second Timothy chapter four, starting in verse one, I charge you in the presence of God and of Je- of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead. And by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Paul's telling Timothy, there are people who are going to prefer simple teachings because yeah. they are simple-minded. Yeah. There are people who are going to want a watered-down message. There are people who are going to be um, – uh, uh, there's another verse that I think you're going to bring up that are going to be blown around by every wind of doctrine, yeah. right? And um, James, yeah. And, um, and his instruction to Timothy is to – to be ready, be prepared, and to reprove, rebuke, exhort. Those are not things that, that come along with being simple-minded. They come from a simple attitude, a humble attitude. You're not going to try to reprove, rebuke, or exhort somebody with a prideful or holier-than-thou attitude. You certainly shouldn't. You, you, sure, <laughs> yeah, you, won't, you won't get very far if you do try. Yeah. Um, instead, that comes from a simple attitude, yeah. but not from a simple mind. Yes. So I, I think that's a, a really big difference there that we have to, to look at. Yeah. So so the verse that you brought up, um, I had actually forgotten about that until you brought
0: it up again. Thank you. Uh, it's from Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4. <clears throat> i got to flip over there. Um, but Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about how we are to be in this life um, – that's Philippians I knew I was in the wrong book oh
1: yeah Ephesians four I'm looking at it now yeah um, where um, uh, I, I love the background of this I won't go into it a whole lot but um it's basically like Paul is painting the the picture of when a king comes back from conquering somewhere he yeah. brings gifts to yeah. the to his nation, to yes. his people. And it's like this, uh, this triumphal parade that, mm-hmm. that is happening. And that's what he's painting here is, as when Christ comes back, here's the gifts that he is given. And it starts in verse 11 and follows, but I'll, I'll let yeah. you
0: go for it. So, so verse 11, he says, he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. And mm-hmm. so this, this idea that, you know, brethren, there is one doctrine. Yeah. There is one gospel message. And, and I, you, you'll know it right now. My brain's Kind of dying on me. But, uh, you know, there's one gospel message that's out there. Are you talking about one Lord, one faith, one baptism? It's right above us in this chapter. No, it's – I just blanked on what I was even talking about there. Oh, (laughs) if anyone comes to you preaching another gospel. Oh, Galatians 1, yeah. Yeah, let him be considered – Anathema, right? Even yeah. if an angel comes to you yeah. and preaches it, let him be accursed. Let yeah. him be accursed, right? And so there's 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 one gospel, and 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 it's the unity that we are to have. And so then you you go over to to Hebrews, and uh, you know I mentioned earlier Hebrews is a little hard to understand, but uh, at times, but in Hebrews chapter six, in in verse uh, verse one, you know he's he's talking and ch- at the end of five there about. Uh, Making, she says in verse fourteen of five, solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Mm-hmm. In verse chapter six one, he says, therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works. And of faith toward God, and of instruction about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. So these these things, these are the tenets of our Christian faith. Mm-hmm. There comes a point in our walk where we are to move on. Not that we are to forget them, not that we are to, whatever, But but that we are to also study other things. Yeah. Where the, the elementary parts of our faith should be so ingrained within us that we should have such a strong foundation when it comes to repentance,
1: Yeah,
0: right? When it comes to understanding what what, what it is to have faith in God, to understand the instruction about, about baptism, instructions about washing. What is baptism, right? To understand the laying on of hands, right? What, what that means for us, it doesn't mean anything because the apostles, they, they're done. They're no longer here. Right? And then you've got the resurrection of the dead. Well, what what does that mean? Well, at one point in time, in the future, the dead will rise. Right? And then you have the eternal judgment. There's coming a day where man will die. And after that comes the judgment. Yeah. And so all those are such they're elementary things within our faith that we need to understand those.
1: Yeah. He, he has the same kind of thought process in, uh, first Corinthians as well. Yeah. Um, I can't find it right now. I was trying to look through there, but when he's talking about, uh, eating solid food versus, uh, drinking milk, mm. you know, yeah. um, it's, he's like, you're still drinking milk, even though you should be eating solid food at this point. Yeah. Um, where he's, he's basically calling them out on you're still thinking like children. Yes. Um, and, and a, again, it's having that, um, that mindset of, We've got to be maturing. We've got to be growing. We can't um, be naive anymore. We can't be simple-minded. Um, we have to to mature in our faith. Yeah. And so, um did you? I, I don't know if you're able to, to find. It. I know it's in First Corinthians somewhere, but um, yeah, I, I guess I could Google it. I was just trying to find it the old-fashioned way and, and yeah, flip through. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't
0: find it, but I I know what you're talking
1: about. And so, so
0: there definitely does come a point. So as where we have to move on from you know, simple things mm-hmm. and, and, and we, we should be prudent. We should be wise because we've been studying the word of God. And so I think it's really important. We understand what we're talking about today. And we've mentioned it a couple of times. Um, so before I close up, is there anything else you're wanting to add?
1: No, no, I'll, I'll let you put a okay. bow on it.
0: Um, so, so the, the, the main premise that we've been talking about today, at, at least and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause like I said, my brain's <laughs> starting to not work much. Um, but, But to be, to be simple minded, right? To intentionally not think about or pay attention to or listen to or learn from or to grow or to grow, right? But, but to just stay where you're at, right? And, and to not understand more about God. That's to be simple minded. That's not, that's not okay. To be simple in lifestyle. Right. To be simple in action. That's, that's good. An attitude. An attitude, right? To love and to be forgiving and, and to, you know, to let your yes be yes and your no be no and all of these things to be true. Mm -hmm. That we certainly want to do.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've got a way to describe it. It's simple in heart, but not in mind. There we go. I like that.
0: (laughs) Um, and so, so we, we, we want to distinguish that, but there also comes a point in time, as you just said, right? Simple in heart, but not in mind where, where we have to start to understand some deeper things and those of us that are able because not everybody is able to understand all things right Uh, in fact there's there's things i certainly will never understand in my lifetime because i'm not not smart enough to understand some things but those of us that can understand the deeper things need to understand the deeper things Mm -hmm. right we have to dig deeper and so uh to to remain and to stay simple is not an option for a christian Uh, at least simple-minded right so anyway, that's that's what we've been talking about. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, concerns about anything we've talked about today, uh, please let us know. You know. We we would love to hear from you. Um, as I mentioned last week, I think I mentioned it last week, um, in, in January, we are going to be taking uh, the month off uh, and kind of planning and prepping for the new year. Uh, just a, a quick little spoiler for the new year for our conversation starters. What we are going to be doing as uh, we're actually going to be having two to three minute discussions on actually how to start a conversation, so it's going to literally be a conversation starter, and so you will be able to take what we have said, what we have done, uh, and 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 apply it in your life. So uh, that is all that I have. Um, appreciate you guys so much for listening. I think Dylan's got one. First more thing.
1: Corinthians chapter three, verse two. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> First Corinthians
0: three. I was only a couple chapters off. So, um, but we appreciate you guys so much listening. Uh, we we love you all. We hope that uh, everything is going well with you. And just reach out to us as you uh, as you have questions, comments, or concerns. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments. That you please email us
1: at kcocbibleconversations at gmail dot com. You can also find us on social media. We got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple; it's just Bible conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a
0: an opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be. Uh, posting in in each of our episodes and we just hope that you will uh, that you'll reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word so we appreciate you thank you all have a blessed week